we have a very important episode for you today. We are talking about the SECURE Act 2.0 and how your retirement plan is affected by it. Very important to realize here that the SECURE Act 2.0 was just passed at the very end of calendar year 2022, and it had some major updates in it. And what we're talking about to you today is RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. The ages have moved, and you're going to want to know exactly when, especially if you're planning on taking it soon, when your new RMD date is. And I'm going to give you a warning. Uh, in this particular episode, we talk about a lot of dates, we talk about a lot of rules, and we give some examples. So it's very good to just listen to this. Don't stress about taking notes. We have a blog written on this entire topic with all of that listed for you. All you need to do is go to the website, pomwealth.net, go to the blog page, and we have it all written out for you so you can be able to review it that way. But if you're listening to this or any of our episodes and you ever think, hey, you know what? I got a couple of questions on that. Feel free to go to our website, top right-hand corner, click on schedule a call. Our schedule comes up. You can just click and easily schedule a 15-minute complimentary call with myself or Merce. We are happy to hop on the phone and be able to, to help you with any kind of questions you might have around planning for and living throughout retirement. We always ask you as you're listening to this, no matter where you're listening to this, if you like us and you think we're a good uh, a podcast, give us a five-star rating. If you think we're a five-star show, write us a review. We certainly would appreciate it. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate for your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. Today, we are going to be tackling a topic that is obviously one of the most exciting topics you could ever tackle, and that is a tax update. Uh, so you know that I'm being uh, sarcastic here when I say it's going to be exciting, but it is essential. Let me say it that way. It is essential. It's 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 something that you need to understand. And you've probably heard some uh, information on this already. We just wanted to reiterate how it works and particularly when it comes to one type of distribution that we are required to do. The topic that we're going to be discussing today is the SECURE Act, the SECURE Act 2.0. And what that means, uh, there's a lot of different uh, updates within the tax code around this particular SECURE Act. But Today, we are just going to be talking about the required minimum distribution. You might hear some people say RMD, which is just the acronym, Required Minimum Distribution. So throughout this, we will probably say RMD. So keep that in mind. So the idea is, and if you got to get a little bit of context here, is that when we put money over into a traditional IRA, uh, a traditional 401k, 
403B, 457, any one of those types of employer type places where I defer my taxes, I kind of make a handshake deal without shaking the hand of the IRS. I kind of make an agreement that when I put my money in there, I do not have to pay taxes on it. I can defer those taxes into the future. And then what the government says, at some point in the future, there is a set age and a required minimum distribution or RMD that you have to take out of the IRA. And if you think about it, why do they do that? They do that because they want to start collecting the tax money. They want to start getting you where you have, you don't have to spend the money. You just have to take it out of that plan, pay the taxes on it, and then you can reinvest the difference. Okay. And there's a mathematical equation to do that. We're going to review that with you briefly today. But those required beginning dates or the, the age at which I have to take the distribution has shifted and they've shifted in the past. And now they've shifted again with this SECURE Act. And um, true to the IRS, they don't make it super simple. Uh, so we're going to walk you through how this works. It's, you know, we wish that they could just do things super simple, but I, I always say there's about in my mind, there's a group of people sitting around a big table uh, at the IRS and they're coming up with IRS rules and they say, hey, guys, we can't make this super simple because then it makes our job look like we are not really needed. So let's make this thing complicated where we need a lot of help. Uh, I don't think that's probably the truth, but at least it's what it seems like to me. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about this required beginning date some of the changes. We're going to walk you through some examples so you can understand it. I will just want to remind you that all of this is going to be written out in a blog, so you'll have all these notes that you can refer back to. And then we're going to conclude with a little bit of the logistics. How is it that we do this? Uh, how did it affect us? So let's kind of jump into this first section here about the new changes when it comes to the required minimum distribution. So Merce, can you help us with that particular part? Yeah. And uh, I think to understand the changes today, it's going to be good to kind of understand where we came from as well. And so, you know, for the longest time, that RMD, the required minimum distribution was when you reached age 70 and a half. And don't ask me why, don't ask Raiden why they say 70 and a half, but it was in the year in which you turned 70 and a half is when you had to start taking those required minimums from your pre-tax assets like IRAs and 401ks. And then every year going forward, you're going to, you're required to take those dollars out. Sorry. I, you know what? I missed something, Merce, and uh -huh. I didn't mean to cut you off here. I just want to make sure it was real clear that any of what we're talking about right now does not apply to things like a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. And Correct. that's when I said traditional, I meant to explain traditional. Traditional means the deferment of taxes, whereas that's not with a Roth or 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 a Roth 401k. Sorry, I, mm -hmm. I forgot that early. Yeah, no, that's a good distinction to make. Yeah, this is all pre-tax assets because the Roth accounts, they're already tax-free, right? So there's no tax revenue to be gotten from those accounts for the IRS. Although imagine, right, if you have done a good job saving and you have amassed a million-dollar 401k or IRA, um, that's a million dollars that the government never re received any tax revenue from. So take that and multiply it by the millions of people out there that do have assets like that. That's a substantial year over year tax revenue that can be generated. So for the longest time, it was age 70 and a half. And then in, uh, in 2019, uh, Congress came out with secure act, the, the original secure act, which pushed it to age 72 up from age 70 and a half. So the year in which you turned 72 and just as we started to get used to that concept here recently on December 29th of 2022,
Congress made another change and came out with the Secure Act 2.0, and now this is changing the age in a couple of different fashions. So here's here's the layout of it for RMDs going forward. Basically, we like to go off of years you were born. <clears throat> so if you were born in 1950 or earlier, you should have already been taking your RMDs and nothing's really changing for you going forward as far as your RMDs go. If you just re reached age 72 in 2022, you should have taken an RMD in 2022, or there is a caveat, which we will explain a little bit in a little bit about that there is uh, a potential where you could actually defer that until April 1st of, of this year, 2023. So if you reach age 72 in calendar year 2022, you should have taken an RMD or you have one coming up in April 1st of this year. Um, and uh, and then we'll, there's a nuance there that you got to understand when you're making that decision. We'll talk about that as well. But here's where the new, the new piece has come into play. If you were born in 1959 and after, uh, I'm sorry, I skipped one here. If you were born uh, from... 1951 to 1959, you must start taking your RMDs the year in which you reach age 73. So the old rule was 72. Now it's the year in which you reach age 73. If you were be born be between 1959, 1951 and 1959. So already I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you. I know it's going to be a little bit confusing and something to get used to, but once you're in the RMD age, you're in the RMD age. So you're born from 1951 to 1959. It is the year in which you turn 73 that you have to start your required minimum distributions. And then for 1959 and after, so um, basically 1960 and up, um, you are required to start taking your RMDs at age 75. So it jumps from age 73 to age 75 if you're born 1959 and after. And there's a tiny little caveat there as well that the IRS has is going to give us some more um, information on. Uh, but 1959 and after, just know there's a good chance that you are uh, taking at age 75. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, Get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Okay, so... I know I threw a bunch of numbers at you. And I also said, there is this thing that you got to understand about RMD. Uh, and, and it's in the age it's when you, the year in which you reach an age, but there is a way to defer it. And it's only once. Uh, and so Raiden, you want to walk them through that little caveat. Yep. So this is all in reference to what is called the required beginning date or RBD, right? Required beginning. So think about it. This is the very first time I have to take my required minimum distribution. So all of what Merce just said, doesn't matter if my age was 72 in 2022, or if I'm going to be 73 after that, or 75 in the later version of this required minimum distribution. The way the IRS says it works is this. If in fact, whatever year I turn those one of those ages, uh, that that's my beginning year, 
I can take my required minimum distribution the year I turn that age or that very first year, I can wait till April 1st of the following year. So let me just walk you through a very quick example. Let's say that I had turned 72 in the year 2022, right? Which means you are now required to take your minimum distribution. You could have just taken the distribution in 2022, somewhere before December 31st, or you could have deferred and you now have till April 1st of this year to take that very first distribution. So somebody might say on the first part of that, just delay it. That way I don't have to put it in 2022. I don't have to pay taxes on it 2022. Do it. Just make it. Let's defer it. Well, hold on a second. There's an asterisk that we have to put there now or a, a, a point that we have to make. The next year, now 2023, if I did not take my 2022 in 2022 and I waited until April 1st, now I have to take the April 1st distribution for 2022, but I am still required to take my 2023 distribution. So by waiting, I now I'm going to have two distributions in 2023. So you can just imagine now, unless I was working in 2022 with a very high income, that's probably the only reason why I should have deferred it into the next year. If I didn't have that, I should have went ahead and taken it so that I don't have double distributions in a year. Um, I don't think the IRS does a real nice job of explaining that. They, the first thing is, hey, just defer it. Wait till April 1st if you want to. But now i got to take two of them. But again, that's the rules. Told you it's not that simple, but that's the way it works. So what we're going to do now is we're going to work through three different examples just to help you to illustrate how it would work based on these different ages that Merce just talked about prior. All right. So the first example is about Jane. Jane was born in 1950. Uh, which means that she turned she turned age 72 last year in 2022. So in this world, she is uh, under the old SECURE Act, which required that you, you take it in the year in which you turn 72. So she uh, is required to take an RMD for calendar year 2022. Uh, but what Raiden just kind of walked us through is there is there is a caveat. So she has two options. One is that she takes the RMD by 1231 of 2022. The other is she has the ability to defer it until April 1st of 2023. But realize that, Jane, if you do take your if you decide to defer, you can defer it till April 1st of 2023. But you will also have to take another RMD by April uh, by December 31st of 2023. There and you've got the double RMD in the calendar year 2023. And so whether or not that makes sense, it's kind of up to her and to see how much money she can take in for that year. But that's one example, ultimately saying, if you were born in 1950 and you reached age 72 last year, you're under the old Secure Act RMD rules of age 72. And if, if you're listening to this, Jane, if you didn't take your distribution last year, you got to take two of them this year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you missed it last year, you're taking two this year. All right. Let's talk about example number two. Example number two is Tom. Tom was born in 1951. So uh, now uh, in this particular case, Tom is going to uh, need to take his uh, required minimum distribution for 2024 when he turns 73 because he's now under the new SECURE Act, okay? So he's going to turn 73 in 2024. So remember the rules on this. He can take his 2024 distribution anytime he'd like prior to December 31st. And by the way, it does not matter what month he was born. 
if you turn 73 anywhere in the year, I don't care if it's December 30th, you have to take a required minimum distribution that year. That used to be really confusing because people thought that on the on that half number that it didn't apply until they became the half. It doesn't matter if you turn in that calendar year, you have to take your distribution that year or no later than April 1st of the following year. So for Tom here, born in 1951, his first distribution is, is going to be needed to be taken in 2024, no later than April 1st of the following year, 2025. All right. Now let's talk about Danny. Danny was born in 1960. And which puts Danny at the age of uh, 63 here in 2023. Um, and so she's not close to the RMD age yet, but if she wants to do some forecasting as to when she's going to turn 75. Um, and she's born after 1960. So that puts her into one of the new Secure Act RMD rules, the Secure Act 2.0. So she's under the 75 group, um, which means that she will have to take her first RMD in 2035 when she reaches the age of 75, not 73, not 72. And again, same rule applies uh, that she can take it uh, at the end of calendar year, 2035, excuse me, or April 1st of 2036. But knowing that if she defers till April 1st of 2036, that she's going to have to take a second RMD by the end of the calendar year, 2036. So um, a couple examples over there for you. Uh, I think the big thing to understand here is that if you reached age 72 after 2022 ended, there is no RMD for your IRA in 2023. I'm going to say it again. If you reached age 72 after the year 2022 has ended, there is no RMD for your IRA in 2023. So a lot of you, I think, were planning on turning 72 in this calendar year of 2023 and planning for your RMDs. Now it's something to think about. You don't actually have to take it in 2023. So uh, that's the big piece here. But, you know, what happens now, Raiden, if we do miss our RMD for a year? Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to say it short and sweet. There could be a penalty. In fact, the IRS says there's a penalty. I will tell you, though, that a lot of times that can get waived if we pay it and we go ahead and do the distribution. Uh, but if that occurred, and let's say you turn 72, in 2022 and didn't take it and you miss it and you hear this and you forget about it and you don't take it till uh, after April, uh, then you're going to need to talk with us, with a CPA, with somebody and go, hey, I didn't take my distribution and be able to deal with that. Okay. Uh, one the other little caveat that I'm going to say before we go through a little bit of logistics is, um, you know, Merce talked about this whole idea of, of I'm in the, the, the new Secure Act after 2022. That's only for folks turning the, the new age. Uh, sometimes back when we went from 70 and a half to 72, people were really trying to say, does it apply to me now? And the, and the answer is no. If I got into the old secure act and I turned 72 in 2022, I'm in the old one. I, I don't get to bump up to 73 and skip 2023, right? So do not think you get to skip 2023. If you're already in your required minimum distribution, you do you're, you're on the old act. And so you got to continue on. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about logistics, Merce, and uh, kind of, let's say I am now at the age that I'm taking my required minimum distribution um, and I and I need to take it. What's the best way to take it? Yeah. So we get the question all the time. One of the questions is, how do I know what my RMD is? And the easy answer there is there is a formula to it. It's based off of the the 1231 balance of the account of the previous year. So to figure out what your 2023 RMD is, it's based off of 1231 
2022 account values. I'm not even going to tell you the formula because every institution is going to provide that number for you. Uh, one, because they report that number directly to the IRS. So they say, hey, Jane has to take out 5000 this year. That is the RMD. So they report that to the IRS. They also uh, have it available for you as well, so you can make sure you take out the right amount. So if you're curious as to what the number is, reach out to your advisor, reach out to the institution that holds the money, and they're going to do that calculation for you. Uh, as far as how to take the money, we have clients all over the place on this. We have some clients that like it for budgetary purposes. And so they're going to take, say, in that example, it's uh, in this example, let's say it's a $12,000 RMD. They're going to take it monthly and they're going to take $1,000 a month uh, for the calendar year. So they have like a, a paycheck coming in almost $1,000 a month. Uh, one thing to note on RMDs is that you can withhold taxes because remember, none of these dollars have been taxed before. So you can withhold federal and state withholdings on it so that you don't have a surprise come uh, tax time the next year. Uh, the other frequencies are all available too. You can do quarterly if you wanted to. You could do biannually or annually one-time lump sum. Uh, so that's for however you budget your household and whatever works best for you. Um, and, and if you have questions around how that works or anything like that, anything around RMDs, we're always happy to answer the logistics, the formulas, the calculations, or even the question of, hey, here's how old I am. When do I actually have to take RMDs? Because these secure acts are making me very confused. Um, we're here to answer all of those. All right, everyone. We hope this has been beneficial. We look forward to providing a lot of information for you all the way through 2023. Um, and if you have any questions, please visit our website, go to the right uh, hand top corner. You can click on schedule call. It's completely complimentary. You can hop on a call. Our schedule comes up. You can schedule it. And we would love to be able to chat with you, answer your questions. Um, and as always, we'd love to hear your feedback. So please send it, send those in. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone. That wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.